to the Perspective Podcast, where we embrace open dialogue from different perspectives about entrepreneurship, relationships, and education. And this open dialogue is needed, especially today, as we live in a Twitter finger society where everyone seems to care more about getting their point across than they are about hearing the other person's perspective. If you're ready to grow your business, your relationships, and your personal development, stick with us here at the Perspective Podcast, because sometimes in life, to get to the next level, you just need a different perspective. If I look like what I've been through, I'd be roadkill. Tell me off of the pavement, I'm reeking from the... Daryl, you're, you're, this is your you space have, right um, here. If you're a business and you want to tokenize, yeah, what do you do? What's the steps? Well, first step, I need to see, is it worth tokenizing? You can still integrate a blockchain. And why we have our utility token is because, one, if you go to our actual application, you can actually see the screenshots of, like, what our application will do. But you can have a community-based token. So you go, you buy this token, and you just deposit into the application. That is, that's the same thing for communities. NFTs, you know, right now everybody's seeing a bunch of pixelated cartoons, but that's the way I look at them, to be honest, with all the apes. But when you, when I hear Chris talk about the business and practicality and the same thing with Danny, the reason it could take some time is because unless the big dogs like Chick-fil-A come up with these creative projects, they actually test, but to do like, it's called ILO or IDO, where you're doing an initial liquidity offering. So this is where you start to hear, and it was done with the constitution, but you have DAOs, DAO, Decentral Autonomous Organizations. We have a DAO. And with the SEC, the reason why they exempt you when you have a DAO, a lot of crypto companies don't realize this. But if you create a DAO as of right now today, it is not men or women that are governing the capital. The smart contracts governing the capital. So you have AI. And if you ever seen the movie Free Guy, if you notice the AI is writing literally <laughs> its own instructions, literally. And if you notice, what is Ethereum and smart contract technology designed to do? If you notice, nothing will happen unless they actually verify with each other. What's you guys take? Um, it doesn't, you know, um, it, it doesn't matter who on this one. But what's you guys take on? How does the government try to keep some of this control in a decentralized world that we're transitioning into? Man, I think mm -hmm. honestly, we're all Americans here. Is that right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I mean, if you really think about you know, kind of how the Bill of Rights and the Constitution set up. I mean, the government is supposed to essentially be decentralized, right? Like that is, that is why we can vote. That is why we can vote on constituents, representatives, because it is supposed to be decentralized. Like America was like, ah, you central red coats, we're going to decentralize from you guys. That's basically what we did, you know? Yeah. And so, um, how is the government going to screw us all over like they always do? I mean, they're going to try, but as you can already see, it's like, I think it's going to be a situation of if you can't beat them, join them. And I mm. think that's already what's going on already. Um, I really think that's what's going to happen. I like it. How, how, do, how does the government join us, Chris? <laughs> uh, I, my take on this side, right? Like, I feel like the government's not going to try to 
join in. They're just going to try to, to crush it or force the other side to join it, right? Like the government is so strong or wants to keep their power. Let's just say that they want to keep their power so much that they will do whatever is necessary to force the other parties to do what they need them to do. Oh, when I say when I say join us, I don't mean that they're going to be like on our side. I mean they're going to be using the technologies against oh, us. That's what I, I mean. Too. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. going to be they're going to be using the technologies as well. That's what I mean. Oh, totally. Yeah. If they're not already, I'm pretty sure yeah. they are already. Oh yeah, they most definitely I mean? are already. Yes. Yes, but but you know what's going to happen is, and again, this is what we've seen already that like governments, blockchain technology is such a big deal that governments will have to try to block it. Otherwise, the only thing that really separates anyone from a government is the military, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the ability to, to fight, right? Like that's what governments have over us. If we take away, right now they have the money, but if we take away the money and the ability that, we, that they have to be in our transactions, then the only thing that they have is the military which would bring us to a place that I don't think many of us want to see or want to go if we have to keep having this battle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by the time Aaron, this, this will be out, right? Like there was the big like congressional hearing for a bunch of like the altcoins and just coins in general, like, and, and what's happening is if, if Congress, if people, if legislators in this country can't grasp what's happening, they will try to shut it down. If they can't yeah. understand like how big this is, they're just going to try to be like, all right, well, we're going to tax it heavy. We're going to make crazy laws around it and crazy bills around it and really kind of squeeze you guys out so that people don't want to even play in the space until they can start building it back up themselves and using the technology, kind of like Danny said. Well, yeah. that's, that's human nature, right? When, you, when a confused mind says no, <laughs> that's a wise saying. A confused mind says no. Right. Anytime you're trying to convince somebody, influence, motivate them, if they're confused, they're just going to say no. Like, that's just the way the brain works. It's like, ah, no, nah, it's, it's done. And, no. and this is this is why I think government, the way it's set up today, doesn't really mesh with the freedom and the fluidity that this technology provides. I mean, we talked about we're all here in the U.S. Our government is so at odds with each other. And so antiquated in so many things. Now you implement this high-level thinking and 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 just technology, and now it's like how who can grab hold of it from a political standpoint? And then you just don't even understand it. Like ninety-eight percent of the people don't even understand half of it, right? Like myself, like as much as I'm in it, I don't understand half of it. I'm still figuring it out, <laughs> right? Like how do we like? How do we, and I know it's not a question we can answer here on this one, but if we can figure it out, that'd be great. But how do we keep moving this forward or will it just keep moving forward and we're just going to keep having the result, filling the results of it? And if so, how do we get ahead of it so that we're not taking too much of the beating as this about, thing is going forward? When you say it, are you talking about government regulation? Regulation compared with the technology because the technology is still going, right? Like Man. the rest of the world is going, but regulation is trying to can start, kind of stop it. We are talking um, about the same. Oh, go ahead, Dale. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll interject. You, you good? You you good? And um, to, to remember what I said last. Actually, it was on the first episode. Like when I decided to do the company, 
go get government contracts, show them. Like when you extend, like I'll touch the heart before I ask for the hand. I do that with every person for a reason because there, when there's a lot of ignorance around a subject and people don't know what they don't know, the question that you have to ask yourself is if you made the decision to be an entrepreneur, you made the decision to be an advisor, you made the decision to, you know, to, to be a trader or in the car, but like if you made a decision in your field or whatever title that you have right now that represents what you do on a day-to-day basis, there had to have been a conversation for you to ask yourself, okay, but what are the hurdles that I have to go through? Because you will have to grow through something. And the perspective I have is when I noticed that there was a lot of scrutiny from the government, one thing I also realized is they actually don't know what they don't know. And so show them in a language they understand, get into the organizational and security side. Aerobotics was the first military graded FAA approved autonomous drone system based out of the energy corridor in Houston. And all we had to ask is, do you guys have waypoints? Okay, we can attach IoT tracking. And then how would you secure it? We'll create the token as a third-party graphical representation. That way, there's no lying about where those drones are. So if somebody steals it, may God be with you. I like it. I like, okay, it makes sense. So what I was going to interject quickly is that as far as government regulation is concerned, bro, we're talking about the same people who can't get you to stop downloading movies (laughs) <laughs> who, who okay, he's got can't, a point get, there. can't get the drugs off the streets you know what i mean like let's just be honest like they can't stop these physical things from happening how are they gonna stop us when we're zooming through freaking the internet you know what i'm saying like do they want uh, them to stop is the political that's what i'm saying it's, it's, that's, that's, that's a good question <laughs> how, do you, how do you stop the most free world though that, that's what gary's been saying the whole time is what's the most free world in society the internet mm-hmm Look at the dude. sadly and thank God, but I mean it depends your perspective. I think the future everything is going to be decentralized, man. I think that you know my my opinion is that blockchain, dude, we're going to be voting from home. You know what I mean? Like we're going to be like you know. I mean honestly, I think even some things like like let's just get real abstract. I think even like the police force, right, can be decentralized. Now, does that mean that we're going to be doing that with the blockchain? But I just think that there are certain things that can be done in a better manner through decentralization. Like, uh, you know, there's people, I don't know if you get on YouTube and stuff like that, there's people solving murders through forums. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about like cold cases. Through what? Forums, like Reddit. Oh, forums, yeah, like Reddit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy on YouTube who was a diver and he started a service where he would go visit these families who had missing people who have been missing around bodies of water for extended periods of time. And he goes and dives these these lakes and he has solved like five cases, five or six, we're talking like 10, 20 year old cases. He finds their vehicles submerged in water and things like that. So what my point is to say is that I think, you know, in the future, mostly a lot of the things that we think is like, you know, we depend on the government, things like that. I think that a decentralized private sector is gonna pick it up in some way, shape or form. And not, not necessarily everything, but I think a lot of things are kind of going to be geared towards that just because that's, I think that, I mean, I'm a little bit of a libertarian, right? That's why I love cryptocurrencies. And I believe that the free market will solve like, everything. Yeah. You know, I think that once there's a demand, once there's a need, and there's, a, a, there's an ability to, to solve that need, that's going to happen. And I think that decentralization just solves a lot of things. And that's why I think that you know, blockchain and Bitcoin, it cannot be stopped. It can't be stopped. 
you know, just the governments will try to do what they can. These dinosaurs can't even understand how Facebook works. So, <laughs> and Facebook's all about to trace the horizon. It's about to go virtual. All of, Chris, all what of you that, got? No, all of that is true, Danny. And I wish I thought of it like you because I want to. In my heart of hearts, I want to believe that that's that we could live in a de- decentralized world. I just don't. I don't see it. I wish it. I, I really wish it were the case. But yes, you're right. Like these old fogies in Congress and our like our legislature, they don't get it. But I'll tell you, when they come together enough for not understanding something, they absolutely can block a lot of stuff that we're trying to do. And governments do not want to lose power. If there's no. anything that the governments want more than anything is they want power to, mm-hmm. to make the laws, to govern the laws, to say, this is how we make revenue. This is how you pay your taxes. Like they want that power. And I think they're going to put up a real fight. And I'm not just talking United States. I'm talking every sovereign nation, right? Like Russia, China. I mean, China's done it already. Like, Russia's done it to a certain gonna degree. Up, they're going to put up real fights. It's already happening in the middle. What can they do? I mean, listen, it could go extreme. As, as creative you as can. Do, as creative as we got with what NFTs could do, I really think that the other side of that is, yeah, like, I mean, we don't control the power grid. Like, what if they chose to shut down the internet at certain times of the day? Like, this, these are all like real, I know it seems like left field of like, oh, well, that'll never happen. No, nah, like governments will go a real long way to make sure their people like stay in line and like, Man, and then you know what's gonna happen is a bunch of IT dudes are gonna form a group and they're gonna be like, "Hey, we're gonna a new, a new I network." I hope. Yeah. I hope. A new, like, that's a what new I mean. I hope. Network. I believe yeah, that this is the way it should go. But I it just, will. All, you know, the free market will always creep in there and solve. I think that's just what it is, man. I mean, oh man, government's powerful, dude. I wish. I wish you. I wish you were right. I. I want it to be that way. I wish we could. It, it's like just, you. You gotta. You gotta push to push or a push pull, then a pull push. Like you've got so many different perspectives that this can happen. And what I've realized, fight the good fight. If you look at China, Russia right now, notice how they're trying to get their inching closer and closer into Europe. They're going all through Asia. Now, all of a sudden, they're trying to make their way down now to the Middle East. And eventually, if you notice, who has an enormous population? Africa. If you decentralize, it's easier for third world countries right now to get a blockchain. And it is, hard, and, but it's harder, and, and it's harder because governments are making yeah, it's it harder in side. third world countries too because they see the power of it. Yeah, like that's what's happening is once you see the power, like oh crap, like so you don't need us for anything. So like really, as a government, like what what are we here for? <laughs> that that's that would be the conversation after a while. It's like why why do we have a government? What are we voting on? What are we? What laws are we? Voting the government on? should be a DAO. <laughs> man you opening up a different can of worms i'm scared to ask that question so okay so what i'm hearing is like what i'm hearing is that the government it sounds like what i hear is that if everything decentralizes or we get to a more decentralized world ideally like danny talks about and chris hopes for one day then the role of government will actually need to change. It's almost like how we talk about the private sector. If technology comes in, 
the employees' roles need to change to be able to adapt utilizing the new technology, the new landscape. The question becomes, will that group of people want to or can they be forced to by the pressure of the market and society? I, I just, this is going to be a really interesting conversation to have, and we'll probably have this again in the next five years to see where we're going, but this is a really good question, a really good topic. I so, heard, real quick, I heard Elon Musk, I heard Elon Musk say that uh, government should play like a referee. Absolutely. He said government should be referees, yeah. right? They're yes. not, he said right now, they're the referee and they're playing on the field. They're doing both. Yes. Right. Yep. And he's like, they shouldn't. They should be the referee and not play on the field and let people, the private sector, play on the field and just referee what's happening. Right. Well, Danny said it best. The, the way that the way the system is actually set up is so they're, they're actually just supposed to be the referee. Right. <laughs> like that's how the laws are written. But right now it's kind of like, well, when I play for whatever team, I want this team to win. I kind of throw some punches. And then when I want the other team to win, I want to throw some punches. Yeah. And I think people are going to get. I think people are tired of it. And that if there's other options, I do think you're going to have more people lean towards those options. But will the private sector be able to show enough value and utility to use those options to kind of get away from the government, if you will, on something? Because there's some things obviously the government's going to still do and have to do and coordinate. We all we all trust that, right? Like we're not going to go and grow our own army, right? Like so we expect there's to be some things out there that the government's hey, still going to be there, right? I live in Texas. We are the army. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Well, what y'all yeah, want to do? Yeah. Well, in in some states, right? Like California can't even get a gun hardly. So, right? Like, you know, so yeah. I get it. You know, but now it's like, so what are we going to, how we do that? So now, okay, so we've talked about this. What, if I'm a person now listening, right? And we can kind of, like, as we kind of, like, bring this around totally home. If I'm someone that's like, okay, I got this metaverse you guys talking about, this cryptocurrency, what type of, like, use case, maybe jobs, or business opportunities are there that you guys would recommend for people saying, okay, I want to get in and I want to be able to provide for my family, whether I start a business like Daryl or whether I can get in and, and, and learn it and maybe become an employee somewhere. What are some of the opportunities that are going to be out there from a, a, the people standpoint, being able to practically do something to earn a living or create a living for their families? Uh, Chris, I actually, I'll start with you. Um, and then I, and I'll kind of go across my screen here. So Chris, what, what's yeah. something, one, one, one use case for somebody trying to get in, maybe a business opportunity or an opportunity working or something in the space? It's, it's going to sound pre pretty generic, but it's my go-to answer for a lot of things because I just think it's true. You just got to study. You got to educate yourself first and foremost, right? You got to spend time digging into the space. If the space that we're talking about has so many different legs already, that like there's plenty of different ways you can go. We've talked about this on the podcast before, T. Really, it's about figuring out your skill sets, the things that you're already good at, the things that you already have some strengths in, the things you're already curious about, and then educating yourself. Go down. Any of these terms that we've maybe thrown out today right, that you don't understand what they are, go Google them. Right, like go, go dive a bit deeper, go watch a few YouTube videos, go hit up, hit up one of us on here, right? Just be like, hey, you talked about a DAO. Can you explain that and go into that? Or 
hey, what's what what is DeFi or what is Decentraland or what is tokenomics? Like all these things that we're throwing out are just terms that we've had to learn over time just by being in the conversation. So that's first and foremost. I highly recommend people just educate themselves, take hours of just studying and learning and then figuring out kind of what space might suit you the best. What piques your interest the most? Could it just be on a trading side of things? Would you want to work closely with one of these coin companies or tokens, right? Like these are companies, these are companies. Like you can just, you could find their Twitter or find their, you know, Twitch, or I mean, their, um, their websites, their websites that's there, right. Their discord channel. You could find a way to be like, Hey, I'd love to work for you. Are there positions to do marketing or to do animation or to do copy or anything simple? And you can get yourself in there. But I really recommend educating yourself about all the different legs or what piques your interest and then finding a few of the companies that might be around that side of things and finding ways to reach out, being, being you know, ingenuitive and reaching out on LinkedIn or link, reaching out on their website or hitting them up and trying to get a foot in. You know, I always have the entrepreneur mind of you don't have to go to school to do any of this stuff. You can literally just go find the CEO or find the market, right? The, the CMO or somebody in the company and be like, hey, can I get my foot in? Can I come help do blah, blah, blah. And then you start to see where you're at. So that would be my, my, my two cents for it. What you got, Danny? Mm. What was the question one more time, man? Sorry. <laughs> no, no. It's so what advice if, if you, if, if you oh, know someone how to get trying to get, it. start a company, yeah. trying to make a living out of this, some of this information that we're talking about, like what would be your best advice for them? Oh, man, dude, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as Chris to like, you know, echo him a little bit because um, education is definitely the main key making a living out of uh crypto and you know i think that's kind of not everybody's going to be able to do it right now let's just put it that way mm-hmm. um not everybody's going to be able to you know launch their own token and, and solve a serious issue with the blockchain like daryl has done um, <laughs> which is which is super cool by the way terrell told me a little bit about what your company does and i think that's awesome um so but uh yeah it's uh i think education is a a really big point right and it just really depends on what you want to do um do you want to you can absolutely change your future just by allocating 10 percent into a staked position right um you know some of these projects are paying like four to ten percent right you're getting paid in that that cryptocurrency so when it's you're kind of getting like a double derivative of gains, right? Where you're gaining in the currency itself interest. And then you're also gaining in the speculative price action. So I really think that, that, you know, a lot of people kind of focus on like, man, where can I dump, you know, $10,000 and turn into a million or where can I dump? People say that all the time. (laughs) Like I got 5,000. What can I dump it into? It's like, right. You don't, first off, you don't want to dump your money. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you want to invest it. So think invest. like that. That's the first thing that you need to do is shift your thinking. And I think, honestly, uh, a lot of people, when they hear about cryptocurrencies and stuff, it's the first thing that their mind goes to, even though they're thinking about investing, it's gambling. Like, you know, you, you say it's investing, but you're really putting lipstick on a pig and calling investing. But in the reality, it's gambling because you don't know what the hell you're doing. You don't even know why. All you know is price go up. 
you know? So um, I think that education is a really big key. I think that, you know, and if you don't have the time to get educated, then don't touch it because you're not, you're going to lose money if you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's not, you know, just because you see on YouTube, some 19 year old kid is like driving around in a Lambo doesn't mean you need, you can go out and emulate what he's doing. And that is even if he is really doing what he's saying he's doing. So I think that you need, you know, um, and then we talk about all this metaverse stuff and I want to put a big disclaimer about what we're talking about today, which is that like, we're not saying that you should go out and invest in this stuff today, right? And I think what Chris said, we really need to, a lot of people who don't invest don't understand that. It's like, yeah, something could be hype, right? And something could be the future and you can be early and you can be late all at the same time. And that's the funny thing about investing, you know? So you want to invest in something when nobody gives a fuck about it. And I say it with that word because that's what happens. You know, when I told you about Bitcoin in the beginning, Terrell, nobody gave a shit about it. Everybody mm -hmm. thought I was crazy. Everybody thought I was blowing smoke, you know? And look at it now. That's all everybody wants to talk about. You know what happens? People hit you up after a long time of not, you know, and then they're like, hey, it turns out you were right. So, man, take a lot of time into being that person that's right. But then when you do so, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. And that has to happen. A lot of people ask me how they can, you know, they want to dump 5,000 or something like that into something. And I tell them, dude, like, just bleed it out over time. They don't want to do that. They don't, they want to experience those serious leveraged emotions. Mm. You know, that's what they want. And that's what they're not, that's what they're not realizing. That's what they're asking for. So can we just put a fine, can we just put a pin in this? And, and, and let me get my financial rocks off on this because this is everything, Danny. This is everything. Like people don't understand everything that you just said is what people are dealing with. First off, FOMO. We've talked about this a bunch on the podcast. I've talked about it other times. Most people are just running off of FOMO, fear of missing out. It's just emotion. That's all people are running off of. You don't really know. I, <laughs> I had this conversation with my wife. She might not like that I say, say this to you. But like, you know, we have a family member that's, make that, that's doing well uh, with, with some crypto stuff and right, telling everyone else like, hey, get in, get in, right? You got to pay attention to it. And the only thing she says, she's like, I don't want to miss out on this. I was like, first off, <laughs> right? We're not missing out on anything because everything's cyclical. It'll come right back around. Don't even know what it is, right? So don't worry about missing out. But that mindset is plaguing so many people right now. Mm -hmm. Just the mindset of like, oh God, I might miss out because I see that 19-year-old kid. I'm smarter than a 19-year-old, aren't I? What's wrong with me? Why can't no, I? No, you're not because you believe him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, right? But these are the thoughts that people get in their mind of like, I got to be smarter than that guy and I make more money than it. So I got to be able to do that. No, that's not the way it works, right? And then, and, and again, the, the emotions, Warren Buffett says, if you can't control your emotions, you can't control your money. So we're having an investing conversation and we're talking about your emotions. If you can't control your emotions, if you're too high on the highs and low on the lows and you're just with the stock market, with the market, just up and down every other day, that's your emotions. It's not the game for you. You don't have the stomach for it. So I just have to second all the stuff that Danny just said. He's a thousand percent right. A thousand percent right. Isn't Daryl? As someone, experience. <laughs> right? Yeah. We learn. That's how most of us learn. Daryl, as someone who has started a company, if somebody else is looking to do it or get a job in the space, working for someone like you or other companies out there, what advice would you give them? 
same thing they both said. Um, don't get emotional. Otherwise, you need to educate yourself still. Until you stop being emotional about the money that, like, if you say you want to put $1,000 in or whatever amount it may be, and disclaimer, this is not financial advice from anyone here. You need to educate yourself, especially if you know nothing and you cannot explain it on the spot when someone asks you about it. If you put in a thousand or ten thousand, whatever it may be, and if that would break the bank for you, then you do not need to. You still need to go re-educate yourself, and you need to actually educate yourself about financial literacy. You can go find, you know, someone who could be a financial advisor for you, like Chris. And reality is, a lot of people don't have the right information being fed into their head because they either have their mom, their cousin, their sister, or someone of a friend of a friend of a friend. But I've always told people, if you buy their opinion, you're going to buy their lifestyle. And if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. And that's just the truth. You ask any investor, they all know that. And like, you know, I heard Danny on, on the call. He said, I'm pretty confident in my own position. He's sticking with his decisions. <laughs> and that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And so before you even think about getting a job or even starting a business in the space, you have to actually educate yourself and become aware then start to go into more advanced education. We call it higher learning, but the reality is you have to actually do that and go to a different level. Now, once you feel confident, if I really would have to say going into either starting a company or becoming someone that ends up becoming an officer for a company, or maybe you just want to work, I would say pay very close attention to supply chain and logistics because blockchain solves a lot of that. And the other thing I would say is find out if they have the on-site training because there's a lot of firms that are publicly traded right now. They're going to have to actually now pivot and start integrating in their training manuals, in their SOPs for all of their people. And I promise you there's a lot of regulation that are coming with it to some of these firms. And so be a fan right now of education because it's coming back even to the workforce. We've done it once during World War II when everyone had to go back to work while the men were fighting overseas. Here's the thing. Now we got the pandemic. We got tornadoes everywhere. You know, we, we got all this political unrest. That's how, I mean, reality is that it's now globally we're going back to work, but in a different way, on a different ledger. It just happens to not be in the universe. It's on the metaverse. <laughs> Guys, all of your answers were very um, astute and like the, the right answers. And um, so because this is perspective podcast, we have to talk about both perspectives. Chris laughed because he knows what I'm about to say. So if you had to give bad, good advice, I'm going to ask again, <laughs> what's some bad, good advice that you could get? If somebody thought, because you know, there's somebody listening right now that's like, okay, I'm going to go get educated. Okay. But I still want to taste my dessert before I finish my vegetable, Right. So I would come back around again. We shouldn't and entertain these perspectives, team. We should not. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we have to. Chris, this is a perspective well, podcast. You know we got to do it. So so let so, me go first. Danny, you roll with it. Uh, yes, Danny, give some bad, good advice. <laughs> Look at Chris's well, face. I will tell you. I would, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I'm going to give you some. I guess if you want some bad, good advice, I mean, yellow some money, dog. Let's just go, right? <laughs> Let's open up. Let's open up a a, 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 a was it an, an account and exchange that doesn't need no KYC, 
right? Let's let's go to a place where they got a hundred x leverage and let's yellow that. that. Tell let's tell, tell other people what are the what are the exchanges with with the with with. To no be honest price. with you, I am I'm not on any exchanges right now. I'm you know not your keys, not your crypto. Is that in that right, Daryl? Yeah, not your coins. So not your keys, not your coins. I'm not on any exchanges. Um, you know, I, I, I hold all my stuff uh, off in cold wallets. So as of right now, I wouldn't know, to be honest with you, what, what exchanges don't have KYC. Probably better that we don't talk about that. <laughs> so I, there is a line to it. We'll, we'll have a line. I, I'll set a rule. No, but I want to say this. I, the reason why I bring this up is just to say this, is that the good, bad advice, right? And and, and I interpret that as it's like, what if you... Let's, let's just kind of break it down to person if they go and they YOLO some money, okay? So let's say you do YOLO some money, right? And this is why I think education is really important. And this is the most important thing is that let's say you go in and you put $10,000 on, let's just say Cardano, okay? Because I'm heavily invested in Cardano right now. We talked about that. So let's just say you 10 racks in Cardano. Cardano shoots off to like a hundred bucks, something ridiculous, right? You got tons of money, right? You got more money than what you thought ever possible in this position. And now you got to pull the trigger and keep in mind that it takes a long time for Cardano to run up to that, right? It's not just in, in, in that time, you probably see 20, 30% dips, 50% dips the whole time. So you're being conditioned to seeing these 50% drops or so and being like, no big fucking deal. I'm still going to make money at the end of the day until you don't. Until you don't. And by then you have this bias that's built up, right? That has been tested over and over again. So it's a callous bias, right? You, you know you're gonna make money as long as you hold on, right? So you keep holding on until you, you're at a loss so great, you don't know what to do with yourself anymore. And that's why people jump out of the fucking window. You know what I mean? Like, so <clears throat> um, yeah, that's the good, bad advice. Build us some money. And then try not to jump out the window when it happens. <laughs> that's great. Chris, that's great. can you muster the energy? I don't can know. you muster good, bad advice right now for the, for the podcast? I think I can. I think I can because Danny gave me a great lead in because that would because that because that's it, right? Like if if you're gonna do something, just take action. Just go put some money on. Like go try it out. Go 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 test it out. Um, good, bad advice. Gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean, if, if it wasn't going to be just to just to throw some money in in things, it, it would literally be just to like get on this NFT craze. And if I got more specific about like where to put that money, like really start paying attention to the NFTs that you can flip the flip culture. Right. And, you know, Gary V's talked about this a bunch that went from um sneakers to or trading cards to mm -hmm. sneakers to right like that next wave is hanging out in the nft space right now right yeah. and so there's a ton that literally you can find on rare go to rarity.tools if you want to if you want to drop some gems right rarity.tools you go on there they have a one of the tabs that has upcoming nft drops if you go into the upcoming NFT drops, you can see all the NFTs that are about to drop in the upcoming few days or week. You, most of them have a website, a Twitter handle, or a Discord channel. If you go into and you start to get some information on the community, again, that's where the education comes in. But if you don't even educate yourself that much, just stick to one of those things and then start purchasing them according to what you like or what you feel like 
will take off. Once you purchase them at the drop, go put them on OpenSea. OpenSea is the uh, place that you can trade NFTs. And literally, you can flip that NFT if it was a good one. Who knows, right? Good, bad advice here. Mm -hmm. uh, if it was a good one, you put, it, you put it on OpenSea and you can flip that thing for two or three times in the hour, in the day, in the week, just because you picked the right NFT. So if you're looking for the, the hit, the dopamine hit that you need, <laughs> then that's then then that's how I would I would do it. I would go to rarity.tools, look at the upcoming, pick something that's gonna drop, actually purchase it when it drops, throw it, throw it up on OpenSea, and hopefully it trades and gets you a two, three, five, ten times um, return in the next day or a week. That's what I do. All right, and Daryl, wrap up, bring us home with some good, bad advice. Uh, good, bad advice with a little bit of insurance on it. <laughs> um, I would say take a little bit on what Danny just said. And I would say, well, what Chris said, and you get online and you're going to YOLO and find a bunch of friends to put together and everybody puts in the same thing. That way you're not the only dude in it. You're still <laughs> friends at the end of the day. <laughs> Write a contract between each other and say, hey, YOLO, you only live once, bro. <laughs> there you go. Because we know the hype is here. We know what's going to happen. It's, it's going to, you know, the market's like an ocean. It's going to move up and down, but not even based on how you wish. You're going to have chop, and then you're going to have some calm waters like, I like the sunset. I like the sun rising. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that the market moves up the way the ocean is going to go up and down. And it, since that's the case, just get educated by getting experience. I like it. All right. So Wait, I love this. I, I, I got ahead. an idea for one more good, bad advice. Yeah. Uh, good, bad <laughs> advice. Like, okay, this is, this is what you want to do. Okay. This is what you want to do. Just go ahead and, and open, open up an Instagram, get some followers, and then let them know that you're going to be releasing your own token. After oh, God. <laughs> what you're going to do is then you're going to go in and you're going to copy the whole entire source code for Dogecoin. And then you're going to create your own coin. You're going to pick a cute little avatar, right? Corgi coin. There you go. I even thought of the fucking name for you guys. Corgi <laughs> coin, right? You, go, you, set a, you set a supply of about a little, you know, under a trillion, but more than a billion, right? So, and then you just ICO it or ILO or whatever it may be, whatever I blank O it may be. <laughs> and uh, go ahead and stack that, that paper, man. Let it run. Like wait until you get you know more money than what you thought it was and then rug pull everybody <laughs> Please, is that this legal is not, this is not did we just, did we just have <laughs> yeah, a legal idea thrown up to the podcast <laughs> we, um, <laughs> what's that thing that come on the middle of the night um, we do not share in the opinions of the, oh, yeah, of the right. participants <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah don't do that guys that is seriously bad good advice though no, that was bad bad advice <laughs> by, by, by the way let me let me pick your brain real quick danny because you said something i think it might give the viewers some if we want to give them a gem where are are you staking any of your cardano if so where like how yeah. how are you staking? yeah so i stake it in a yo roy wallet um i have a i keep all my coins on a ledger um and then there's a wallet that it's called Yoroi and it allows you to stake Cardano. And it's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nice, man. You'll be yeah. you'd be surprised at how often you know you you uh stack some interest on that that bad boy. No you kidding. Get, yeah, we get you get rewards like um every five days. Gotcha. Like 
So. For, for people that are listening that don't know, again, Google this stuff, we're dropping it, but like, arguably, arguably, staking coins better than putting your money in the, in the savings account in the bank. Absolutely. Right? Like, Absolutely. Again, once you have an understanding of it, I think Danny alluded to this, like these come to, you know, four, five, seven, 10% yeah. interest. Just on find us, find a service that allows you to deposit crypto and they pay you out in crypto. Um, there's also credit cards that will give you cash back rewards in Bitcoin. Man, that is like that is something that people are sleeping on, man. Like hardcore. Um, coin, Coinbase actually um, now, if you have your Coinbase debit card, um, you can get two percent back in everything that you spend in Bitcoin. Yeah, you get two percent back in Bitcoin. So I mean that's some good good advice right <laughs> right like some creative ways like it's a debit card that gives you two percent back i just went just uh just um activated mine and we will most definitely start shopping and using and going through because why not just get the two percent back in, in something i'm going to be investing in anyway so yeah guys you don't need to buy a whole one today you can <laughs> yes. chip away at it you know you can chip chip away at it if you want to buy a whole one then you know go ahead but you guys see some volatility that's right that's right awesome well i like this so let me just recap this here um so actual real good fundamental advice educate 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 get clear understanding on what you're doing why is it first of all educate yourself right like where are you at what's your tolerance what do you want what do you want to get into because the space is open you can do you can do you know, like you, uh, um, environmental things like there, uh, like Daryl, you can get into speculative stuff. Like with Danny, you can get in more like, like a, a tweener, like Chris, like doesn't really matter. You can get into anything, but educate yourself. And as you educate yourself, then take the practical steps and keep your emotions in check as you're going through it and, keep, and stay humble as you go through it, because sometimes you may pop, and then you gotta you gotta keep yourself together. So that's like the fundamental good advice, right? Then we have the bad good advice, which is um, you can YOLO with it. If you're gonna do it, go all in and go all out. And, um, and then you can rug pull people too if you really wanted to. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, some of the other good advice, man. In all seriousness, good advice. There's some creative ways. Danny put me up on um, Black BlockFi. A long time ago where I was staking, you know, my my Bitcoin, he was like, hey, look, if you're not going to touch it, just stake it. And they were paying at the time like four to six percent or whatever it was just on on my on my Bitcoin. And I just had sitting there. You have, you know, Coinbase, which obviously it isn't your full wallet. But if you have a Coinbase debit card, you can get two percent back in, in, in Bitcoin and other coins as well, up to six percent on some of the other tokens that are out there. So there are a lot of ways to like Chris always talks about, invest a little bit here, a little bit there. There's ways you can do it based on what you're already doing. And you're still so far ahead of the game that the accumulation over this, you're going to be so far ahead of people that it's going to accumulate up. And then you can really get that big win. And it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over time, right? Like Grant Cardone says, I'm not trying to get rich quick. I'm trying to get rich for sure, <laughs> right? And if that's the case, Take the advice, stay ahead of this. This is where this is why we want to come together. Get some creative minds, some people in the space that know it, that can give some solid advice. Cause I know everybody's just tired of listening to me and Chris about it. They're like, yeah, yeah, we know what you guys think, but 
Danny pretty much said a lot of stuff we said. Daryl kind of just said today the same stuff we've been talking about. So we really, we really are happy to hear that we're in alignment and there's opportunity for people out there to really change their whole life with just cryptocurrency, the metaverse, and NFTs, you know, as they've been built into this. So it's really right. cool. But but as always, for people that are listening, if you have a different perspective, hit us up. Let us know. Again, yes. we, we we do this so we can have the conversation because these are the, the conversations that need to be had. You know, Danny came on early and said, you know, people probably having conversations at Thanksgiving over dinner, like with the people that they know they're in crypto and like, oh, you're rich now, right? And they're, because people are paying attention. People are paying attention. They're seeing what's happening. So let's start having conversations on this stuff. You know, in my personal, you know, professional life, I always talk about, we need to have more conversations around money. Like this is the issue is we're not talking about money. We just kind of keep it to ourselves. And with the couple people that we know, we need to start having more conversations around money, around currency, around finance, around the things that we're all doing individually or talking about with our families, but we're not having the conversation with everybody. So that's why these types of talks are important. Um, guys, let's kind of wrap it up, go around the room one time. If there's like a big takeaway or something that you would leave with our guests or with the people that are listening, just as far as like um, any of the stuff that we touched on, what you think maybe the biggest stuff is or stuff for them to pay attention to, whether it be just the coins, cryptocurrency, whether it be blockchain technology, NFTs, metaverse, anything that we touched on, guys, uh, tell me kind of what you would leave with our, um, our followers and our guests. Daryl, jump in first. I would say stick to education. This space, just like the internet, it's in its conception, the birth stage, it's an infant, it's we're at the beginning still. So respect education. But this is where that self-education needs to come in. And then whatever you learn, apply that. And don't take that if you don't win, just build your character. Maybe the day you didn't win on the charts, maybe the day you didn't pick the right thing, but that's okay. Because some of the dudes that have won a lot in life, there were a lot of days that they lost that they're just not talking about. The champions only recognized in the ring, but only merrily there. That's the truth about any champion you see in trading, investing, anyone that build a company. I have failed at so many different things. I have had closes where I never did close them. So that's what made them not closes. But the reality is you have to actually learn this space in order to start the process of understanding it. Once you start to understand and comprehend what it is that you're learning about blockchain, what is the difference between a centralized environment versus a decentralized environment that could give you now a little bit of education on how to go Google these things and do 10 minutes a day. You know, everybody has 10 minutes a day. If you're, you know, on your lunch break, take a bathroom break, spend five minutes or 10 minutes Googling, listen to YouTube videos, listen to, go to Udemy, it's free, $10 courses. You can get some basics on blockchain there. So that's kind of my two cents is just stay on the education of the space for in order to actually like gain some progress on how to understand it. Awesome. Awesome. Danny, go ahead. Man, so <clears throat> I'm going to, you know, obviously going to co-sign on everything, what everybody's saying. It's great advice. I want to give your listeners some actual actionable advice. And I'm going to start with a theme of self-evaluation. Um, you know, education is great, but we also need to evaluate ourselves. Um, lead with an abundance mindset because 
you know, if you're already thinking that it can't be done or you don't have enough or whatever, maybe you're already losing. So my opinion is to lead with an abundance mindset and always self-evaluate. And what's an actionable thing that people can do to get rich in the future is that if you go pull your last 90 days of bank statements, okay? You know, I want you to pull your last nine days of bank statements and I want you to go on through that bank statement and I want you to mark every little thing you spent money on that you didn't need to. And I bet you, you're gonna be shocked at the fucking number that comes out when you add it all up. And I want you to do is start, I want you to calculate that into your monthly expenditures. And I want you to get on Coinbase and set the, every two weeks for it to buy crypto and the amount that you're fucking money off. And that is something that you can do today that will change your fucking life, believe it. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about money because there's their emotions. They don't want to look at their bank statements because they don't want to tell themselves what they're dicking their money off on. Everybody wants to say, if I had 15 extra thousand dollars, I would do something with it. And you can go read about how many people win the lottery and don't stay rich. And it's not about getting rich, it's about staying rich. And those are one of the few things you can do to ensure yourself that not only will you you know, make a difference in the future, but you're developing a disciplined habit and realizing and self-evaluating where your downfalls and pitfalls are. And I think that's one of the main, if you look at successful people, that's the one thing they're willing to do that most people aren't. They're willing to look at themselves, realize where their pitfalls and downfalls are and make actionable changes to those things. It's really Danny, I, I, I need you to come work with me, bro. I need you, I need you, I need you in the firm. Uh, but, <laughs> But no, really, like, man, that's that's solid, solid advice. What's so funny is that's literally what I teach people when we have to have a cash flow conversation about their personal life or budgeting is like the actual we, we hear budgeting. It's very like one of those terms we throw out. Right. Oh, yeah, work on a budget. Most people actually don't work on a budget because they don't do that first step, which is actually look at their money and track it. Right. You have to actually look at your in order for a budget to work for you, you have to make sure the numbers are real. They're you know real. why they don't want to look at it? Because they don't want to realize that the reason they're broke is because of them. That's right. That's <laughs> right. But Danny, a thousand percent, Dan, like this is it. This is what I tell people all the time. Money is such an emotional thing that you don't even want to look at your bank statement because it's going to bring up feelings of shame and guilt and resentment and all the areas that you dropped the ball and you haven't done. Like that's what it brings up in people. So then all of a sudden they don't want to look at their bank statement. So then when we start having this investing conversation, they're just going to claim, oh, I don't have the money to invest. It's because they actually don't want to focus on those feelings that mm -hmm. come with why they don't have the money to invest. And that Absolutely. is a huge, huge, huge point. So I appreciate you bringing that up, Danny. Uh, T. I'm about to give you some horrible advice to wrap up. Take $1,000, <laughs> go find every coin that has six or seven zeros after decimal, go put $100 on all of them, one of them going to pop. Do it every month for the rest of this year, you'll be a millionaire at least one time. So again, <laughs> go to Market Cat, go to... <laughs> Uh, Chris is like, why you gotta be so silly? <laughs> Some people will listen. Most, most people won't listen. Thank God. Thank God. Most people <laughs> listen to you. Take a thousand dollars, put a hundred dollars on ten meme coins. Do it once every quarter. I swear to you, one of them gonna pop. It's gonna be worth it. All right. So that's my bad. Ain't lying though. That's that's that's. The <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> What's funny is I there can't. probably are people doing that, that same strategy. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, dude, I'm pretty sure if you get on YouTube, 
I'm pretty sure if you get on YouTube, there is a how to trade tutorial that says exactly what Terrell is saying right now. Probably. Yes. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Probably right, which is why so, it's such buffoonery but, out there. But anyway, yeah, there is. I may maybe I might just start a YouTube channel and I could be in a there robot voice and nobody know who I really am. And that's the advice I could give people and then get enough people to follow. But no, I'm just playing. Um, but no, like this has been good. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming on. You guys have really good perspectives. You come from two totally different spaces with it. And that's I think that's the beautiful thing about the perspective podcast is we we all are trying to get to the good life, if you will, right? um shameless plug for chris's 15th other um podcast that he's on <laughs> like all right that he has but no but honestly like in all seriousness like everybody's trying to get to this place we all have different views we all have different values of how of why and how we move and how we operate we have different beliefs we have different fears but at the end of the day we're all trying to get to the same place so if you can take one thing away from one of us or one thing from all of us today please do Please take it to heart. Take it seriously because Danny said it earlier, it's, you're not going to, just like right now, you can't even think about living without the internet. I don't care how old you are, how young you are. You can't, it's going to be there. It's already a part of our world right now. So take advantage of it. Um, it's an opportunity. It's nothing to be afraid of if you educate yourself, learn it, understand it, and then move forward. So um, thank you guys again. Really appreciate you guys for coming on, Danny and Daryl. Um, Chris, always, you know, you know, just just yeah. number love here on this podcast. And we're really thankful and grateful for everybody, man. So that's my parting words, man. I'm really thankful and grateful to be a part of something as special as this, you know, having this conversation again. So that's right. And to everybody that's that's listening again, feel free to hit us up, share your perspective, give Danny a follow, give Daryl a follow, right? That you've seen them on the show already once get connected with them. We're introducing you to, to good people that understand uh, and have great perspectives on things. So do your best to reach out, support what they have going on as well. And uh, as always, hit up T and I so that we can hear your perspective, jump back in next week and the following week so that we can continue to have these conversations with you and man, watch your life take off. So until how can we reach Danny and Daryl? What's the best way? Uh, real quick, Danny, what's the best way somebody can reach you? My Instagram, which is going to be my first and last name, Danny Lung, L-U-0-N-G is how I spell the last name, but it's all together <laughs> one word, at D-A-N-N-Y-L-U-0-N-G. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably wouldn't even know I invest in crypto, but you know, it is what it is. Hit him up in a DM, he'll hit you up. <laughs> There's a reason Darryl. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl, how can we find you, man? How can the people find you? Uh, you can find me, uh, just find me on Instagram at N-V-Z-N-C-O on Instagram, Twitter, IG. You'll see it right there. Perfect. Ooh, yeah. We, we will link it up in the show notes so you guys have it. And uh, again, follow these, these gentlemen because they're doing great work out there. So till next week, guys, we're signing off with the Perspective Podcast. Take care. Cool. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Perspective Podcast. We hope this conversation made you think a bit deeper gain some insight, or even possibly even gain a brand new perspective. If you did enjoy it, do us a favor. Please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, Anchor, or anywhere else you stream. Leave a review to help more people experience these conversations and potentially change their perspective as well. And lastly, as always, T and I want you to connect with us 
So follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. You can find us just by using our names. And there we get a chance to hear your perspective. Until next time, God bless.